1: The fact that we just have this sprint to get to the division series—I love the fact that we have great matchups. All of it, and here are the matchups. All right, Rangers Rays three o'clock. So by the time you listen to this, maybe the game's already started. Who knows? Blue Jays Twins four thirty. Diamondbacks, Brewers, 7 o'clock. And yes, the game that baseball isn't boring has made their road show to. The Marlins at the Phillies. And I went to the Marlins and Phillies workouts yesterday. And you can tell. You can tell that it is postseason. You get the vibes. You get the excitement when the players are walking on the field, taking batting practice, taking infielders, taking infield, whatever they're doing. But you can you can tell. So there's a lot going on in baseball. Phil Nevin not coming back, and the Angels manager, Aaron Boone is coming back with the Red Sox press conference saying really nothing, but you you have a lot. But right now, today, let's focus on the postseason, and we're going to turn to one of the guys who has, he, he was one of the MVPs, I think, of, of the Baseballs and Boring podcast this year, certainly one of the top-viewed, top-rated, top-listened-to podcasts that we've done. He's been on a few different times. And that's Phillies reliever, Phillies pitcher, Phillies starter, whatever you want to call him, Matt Strom. One of the most opinionated guys in baseball and always, always not shy about sharing his opinions here on the podcast. He is a member of our family, member of the group, member of baseball isn't boring because you know what? He makes baseball a lot less boring. That is a fact. So I caught up at the Phillies workout after, catching up with Jake Berger, who you're going to hear a little bit later in the day. Jake Berger of the Marlins, another friend of the program, but I caught up with Matt Strom to talk about a lot of different things. Obviously, we get to the rules. He's been very outspoken from day one, from going when they announced that these rules were going to happen last year, so now he's the perfect guy to figure out, are the rules going to actually have an impact on the postseason, what they're going to look like? Um, So, we're going to find out, and Matt Strom's going to find out, but in the meantime, Matt Strom has some opinions about it. Matt Strom also has some opinions about his Phillies, which obviously leads us to the question that we've been asking everyone. When you go out to all these team dinners, and Matt Strom said he's gone to more team dinners of any team he's ever been on. When you go to these, well, who's paying for the check? Who's fake paying? We are the at the top of the hill when it comes to podcasts talking about the art of fake paying. If there's nothing else, fake paying is not boring. And we get to things like, yes, MLB fines. Remember, going back, we had Matt Strom. Matt Strom did the fake standoff with, or not the fake standoff, it was a standoff, National Anthem standoff with Cutter Crawford for the Red Sox. Uh, they stood there, stood there, stood there during the National Anthem. And then... They were finally told to kick off, get off the field. Actually, they were kicked out of the game. Actually, they were fined. They took back the fine. MLB took back the fine. Didn't fight him after all. But still that that was another example of MLB like what are you doing like what are you finding I guess you find as Matt Strom will tell you we used to find guys if you get kicked out of the game so be it but there's as somebody else who had been fined and yes that was Bryce Harper for throwing his helmet in the stands to a kid to a kid Oh my goodness! Uh, we touch on that because like, once again, Matt Strom has opinions, and we love the fact that he does have opinions. All right, here you go. Get ready for some playoff baseball. This is the best way. We're we'll be waking up, driving to work. Whatever sitting in your cubicle, whatever you're doing, this is the best way to kick off your day. Like I said, later in the day we're going to have on Jake Berger um, another great, great conversation. All right, here you go. Here's Matt Strom, one of the favorites, one of the favorites. Here we go. Post, let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. Post season. Uh, so you you literally just walked off
0: the field. Does yeah. it hit different? Uh, not right now. I think tomorrow, once uh, this place is packed, it'll feel a little different. But, uh, you know, today just felt like another workout.
1: All right. Well, fair enough. Yeah. Um, let me ask you this. We talked a couple times during the course of the season. You had been on different teams and, and you know, I think some really good clubhouses. Yeah. And, and you had talked, last thing we talked, we were singing the praises of this clubhouse. Yeah. This, this team obviously gained steam, right? Yeah.
0: Could you see it coming? I mean, yeah, just again, from watching the postseason on my couch last year and watching this group of guys play, I've hit on this a couple times where I say, like, I've been in the game long enough now where you can see, like, I can see through the fake hoorah and the real hoorah and, like, you could tell every guy was hanging on every pitch of that postseason with each other. And it just, it felt different. And uh, you know, it's definitely lived up to the standard this year from, for me coming into a new team. But uh, I mean, I think this is the most most team dinners I've been on in a, really? in a season is with this group. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, Ky- Kyle likes to eat. So uh, he takes us out quite a bit. So. Okay, so
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. this honestly, I'm- I wasn't going to ask you, but this week, I actually just talked to yeah. Jake Berger about this, and this is a conversation on the podcast, I think, since you last appeared. Yeah. So, we went out to dinner, Joe Kelly took us out to dinner, yep. eight people. Yep. Chicago Cuts, you ever been there? Oh, yeah. All right. Yep. Expensive, right? Yep. Yep. Bill was over a thousand bucks. We all knew that Joe was paid, yep. right? Yep. But at the same time, there's different elements of the table of fake pain, right? And my wife, I sort of do the my wife's grabbing my arm. Yeah. Will Fleming, uh, the Red Sox broadcast, he's six foot seven. He's reaching out. Joe, oh, yeah. no, no, yeah. no. Yeah. Jemmy Webster's in the back, and he's like, yeah. "What? What's, what's going on?" Yeah. Anyway, so this so this is the perfect opportunity to ask yeah. this. What's your what's your stance on on that? Is it just like understood that Schwarber's gonna pay or service time paycheck? What is it?
0: No, I mean I think I think it comes down to whoever uh, wants to set up the dinner. So oh, so if you yeah. set up the
1: dinner, you're paying.
0: I mean, I think if you set it up, you kind of anticipate that yourself. Like, I want to take these guys out to dinner, but uh, I mean, I don't think. Uh, I don't think it's been paid by one guy all year. I think, uh, I mean, obviously we got a lot of contracts in this clubhouse. Yeah. So I think I think the bills been taken care of by by multiple many times. But uh, you know, I don't I don't think in this clubhouse one guy's getting stuck with it. So but, but when you say that, so that so how do you how's that determined? Is it literally just like uh, usually when uh, usually when uh, the waiter throws the check on the table, you see about four or six metal cards fly across okay. the table onto the checks. So Do you
1: know who without naming names, do you like that
0: that metal card isn't coming from that side. Yeah, of the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know, there's contracts <laughs> attached to those ones when they're tinging on the table. So, Burger Jake Berger actually had a good one. He's like, you
1: reach in your back pocket like you can't get your wallet yeah, out. <laughs> yeah. It's it's stuck. I ate too much. It's stuck. <laughs> um, so when do you say? There's no fake hoorah. I love that. By yeah. the way, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, so when did you when did you realize that? Was it? In, it's hard to know in spring training, right? Yeah.
0: I mean, obviously, I work out with Marshy a lot season so just talking with him about his postseason experience with these guys and then um, spring training was a little different this year with the WBC some guys were gone for most of it and uh, you don't really feel it until the season starts but um, we had a shaky start some guys didn't start the way they wanted but we knew what this team was capable of the whole time and you could just feel that energy from at bat to at bat or pitch to pitch and uh, you know we're where we want to be right now and I mean Just need to take care of
1: business. We just actually did a podcast where we tried to rank the least boring teams in the postseason. I put you guys up there, man. Like Tori Lovello doing a a cannonball into the pool—that was pretty good, no doubt. But I I, would—I mean, you're in the middle of it. Like, so I had Cole Irvin right yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. He made the case for the Orioles. Fair. Yeah. I mean, they do the sprinkler stuff. Yeah. But I would—if you want to make the case—the Phillies probably the least boring, most entertaining.
0: I would definitely say. I mean. The, there's not many dull moments in our clubhouse, okay. so let's just put it that way. So All right. it's uh, it's it's been it's been a fun group and I mean I can't believe the season's over to be honest. Really? Like, I can't believe the co-season's so already here. And it was I mean that was the same thing for me back in Boston last year. And Boston's I mean the group of guys I was with, the organization, they they made they made everything so smooth. And last year we finished in last place and it was one of the quickest years I've ever had, I felt like. And then same thing this year. It's blink of an eye and we're in september and you're like whoa all right here we go
1: i i should have researched this.
0: first time postseason Set, well first time normal postseason uh my first postseason was 2020 so oh okay this will be my first but the first time with cool is actually yeah fans yeah, the yeah, yep, yep, yeah i think yep. it's gonna be a little <laughs> yeah it'll be a little different than those cardboard cutouts we had in San <laughs> no, Diego,
1: right. so it'll be it should that's be so fun weird. yeah it was um so, I think the last time I swung through here, you had, I actually had, oh, you starting? No, I can take a starter rotation, yeah, yeah. right? And obviously you want to start. Everyone wants to start. Right. But you handled it the way that you handled it. Like, I think that looking back at it, like, we can look back at yeah. this, like, say, how you handled this and how you went forward and actually was really, really good. Yeah. Yeah. Take me through that. Take me how, the, how you how you basically manage that. I mean,
0: it's there's one thing that we all want to achieve, and that's winning a World Series. And, you know, I'm not... I can very easily set my pride aside and I mean it's I understand what they signed me for and what they want me to do so I mean I was very fortunate and happy that I got the opportunity to show them I can start Um, I've told everyone i want to start i've always said i'll rich hill it if i have to i'll come back and be a starter at 36 but uh you know it's uh i understand i understand the game i understand the analytics um but at the end of the day i'm not gonna put a label on what i do i still i just want to pitch and i want to compete and i want to help my team win that's that's with, really all with, i want to do
1: with that understood like again you're going to do whatever i mean yeah. you're pitching the you know, 15th inning yeah whatever and whatever you need to do next year would, would that be something you like to entertain again uh yeah i've
0: already i mean i joked with caleb already that i'll show up to spring stretched out to 75 100 pitches all right you guys can make the decision from there all
1: so, right yeah there you go so
0: it's, it's it's in the, the ball's in their court <laughs> <laughs> um all
1: right all right we we, we love we love talking mlb with you okay all right no i'm not gonna get you in trouble <laughs> I'm not kidding. You never got in yeah. trouble. No, 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 no. 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 Uh, well, first off, I just in found, trouble
0: and blowing up are two different
1: things. <laughs> it's good though. It's good for your brand. It's good for your brand. He, I like I, I told you before when you did the beer thing. I told you before. I honestly, in case people don't know, we had this conversation about clubs. At that point, is four teams, yeah. and this was what I was was going to talk about. But yeah. So, but four teams were going to go the eighth inning, which to you and me made no sense. But I honestly believe because of what you said, that may have prevented teams from doing it. Because yeah. the last I checked, not a lot. Now next yeah. year, who knows? Right, I don't know. right, but. You saved lives. Good job. <laughs> Appreciate uh, it. But uh, all right. So I just found. So the, I heard Harper was fined for throwing the helmet instance.
0: Yeah, I mean I heard that as well. So that's well, unfortunate. Yeah. Well, you 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 were initially fine for. Or you were you going to be fine for the the standoff? I think in MLB like standard, all ejections are finable, and then it's just kind of like the discretion of MLB. So. I mean there's I'm sure if you look up the the lawyer writing of what it is I'm sure it says Cutter and I were going to be fine for it but I'm sure once the league reviewed it and saw it, we caused no harm or issue to anybody right. except a couple crabby people. Then it was like, okay, we're not going to find them, but they got kicked out. Yeah, that's. I what, hope that's what happens with a yeah. helmet issue.
1: I yeah. know the price can afford it. but yeah.
0: On, yeah. Let's I mean, go. especially with like, I mean, made a young fans day, oh. got a helmet. Like, that's that stuff. I look at that's that's growing our game. Like, there's now a Bryce Harper helmet out there that all these collectors are drooling over and this 10, 11-year-old kid got it. And it's it was, like... The, the it's, it's, picture it's, yeah.
1: of it is like the best publicity yeah. MLB could yeah, ever have. Yeah, exactly.
0: So, I mean, I don't I don't know about finding a guy for sending someone home with a souvenir. It's not like he maliciously helicoptered his bat into the stands and tried to harm a fan. So, it's, it's kind of unfortunate to see that but we'll, i mean we'll see we'll, we'll, way way above my pay grade yeah
1: well okay so we, we we've also looked, talked many times now about sort of how this was going to pan out with the rules and one of the things we talked about was the postseason yeah right um and i'm sure like you have a feel for it and i know that when we talk about the rules primarily the pitch clock and um and you see the violations. I can go on Baseball Reference and yeah. see how they've dropped. Have I mean, you guys gotten used to it and everything else? I haven't looked into the injury stuff yeah. yet. I don't know if like that's a, maybe later. Right. But as you go in the postseason, what is your feeling? Because they were toying with the idea of, of maybe.
0: Yeah, I mean, my my biggest thing is I just don't want to see a game decided on a non-competitive action. Um, That's kind of my biggest issue with the whole thing. Obviously, we've adapted. I mean, that's what athletes do, and that's what we'll continue to do. I just hope it doesn't spoil the postseason in any way. And, I mean, you don't know what pitch that could be. It could be the first pitch of the second inning, or it could be the last pitch of the game. You just don't know. But um, it'll be unfortunate to see if that happens, and I hope all the kinks are worked out to where it doesn't. But again the the postseason there's a lot more pressure on every pitch a lot more decision making into every pitch so i mean you got to cram it in in 15
1: seconds i guess they have slowed down like the games have i don't know if you can feel it. as the game's gotten more i mean not they haven't been this as important yeah but if you look at like for september yeah they've gotten they the games have gotten longer longer well yeah bit.
0: i mean i I have no problem sitting out here playing twenty-seven outs. So I, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not your guy to talk about. No, I know. Getting people in and out in three and a half hours so they can. Well, go a, sit on their we, phone well, and look at screen. this is why I'm
1: out because this is this is what we had sort of eyed yeah. from spring yep. training was yep. well what's gonna happen here we don't know right because, yep. I mean we, we talk about the price price at bat from last year yep. and people have done you know yeah is that pe- there's like really three pitches in that at bat there are pitch violations
0: right. yeah right yeah. no it's uh, like I said it's just hopefully nothing unfortunate happens and like I said hopefully we've adapted well enough to where it doesn't affect the outcome of a game but um, yeah, I guess that's baseball,
1: now. Has it, now that we sit here, gone through a year, what has um, been what you thought and what ha- has been what you not haven't thought? As in for the rules? Yeah, just like oh, the, this new way of baseball. Um,
0: I mean, it's just, it's, it's a different game. Um, I mean, base or stealing bases has come back into baseball. The action that they were looking for, you could definitely say, is here. But I think uh, a few errors were scored hits throughout the year just to oh to, to right? boost that number. But again, it's all it's all a business aspect. If <laughs> wow, a if job. a guy takes a step to his right and you can increase your offense to say your rules are working, I. I don't, I mean, I don't blame you for doing it, so it is what it is, but, um, you know, it's, it's a different kind of baseball, and I mean, at the end of the day, yeah, it's still baseball, but it's just, it's not your baseball, it's not, yeah, it's not my (laughs) get off my lawn kind of baseball, but, uh, you know, again, it is what it is, this is what we have to deal with, so here to play it. Are the baseballs
1: better? No. They're still... yeah, you are still, yeah, you're still reaching in the bucket that's and you bad. don't know yeah. what you're going to get? No. no. Actually, no. I, after, after I talked to you, I talked to some other guys and say the same thing. Yeah, I mean, we
0: got machines that can do brain surgery, but we don't have a baseball that can be
1: consistent. Do you remember in the cardboard cutout postseason of... I don't know if the... If, of the baseballs? Yeah. I guess I don't really
0: you don't remember yeah I don't really remember all I know is just how inconsistent they are you can reach in grab a high seam grab a low seam grab soft leather grab hard leather it's it's just it's so inconsistent and has stayed that way it's yeah it's been that way for probably the last five years but this year it's
1: just it's bad yeah, yeah. that's yeah. crazy yeah. To me. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, how have you so how have you for you this, let's come back to yeah. you how have you uh, all the stuff that you adapted like the weird baseballs the pit, like you're having a good year so yeah I yeah know. no
0: i mean i just i mean when it comes to the pitch clock um i just i know my cues now like i gotta be coming set at a certain time i gotta have my my pitch before a certain time um like it's it's learning as you go, it's, again, just being an athlete and adapting with what you have. Um, the baseballs, it's, I mean, the best thing I can do for that is just go grab one out of the BP bucket and play catch with it. Maybe yeah. it's a little dented, lopsided, whatever. So um, you're used yeah, to the worst of so the just, worst. Yeah, just grab the worst baseball you can because you're probably gonna get it. How many do you throw out? Well, oh. you throw out a ton? I mean, I throw out a ball any time a ball gets hit into play and thrown back to me. I throw it out just because the the seams will be dented, the leather will be lopsided. It's it's just all from hitting of it. Just yeah, it's crazy stuff. So, um, any time the ball's hit into play, I, I take it out. And anytime I get a high seam ball, I take it out. I like the low seam ball, and
1: that's that's kind of what I go up All right, well. I want to plug your show i sit in my chinese restaurant the I card life yeah, yeah go man. check out the card life uh
0: brandon does an unbelievable job setting that up and uh we're on season three now hopefully uh
1: get to go for season four so you know what i had to i had to send away for a card so i bought like <laughs> so we had this contest right okay. for the book yeah. for joe and so we needed a joe kelly card i should have like contacted yeah. you yeah, yeah, yeah. i don't know if you have one but like so, I bought like, I don't know, like 10 packs of cars. Yeah. I could not get a Joe Kelly car. Tried to pull one? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. And yeah. So, so, finally, I just
0: went on Amazon. I yeah. went for like five bucks. Yeah. 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 After you spend $30 on packs, yeah. okay, you're like, yeah. I mean, so
1: if you, if here's a, here's a question that only you yeah. would know, which is if you said, if I told you, I said, listen, I need a Joe Kelly car, yeah. how many packs should I buy Oof. in order to secure that?
0: Um, I mean, Joe Kelly is probably his rookie Series 1 or 2 card. If you bought a hobby box, I would say there's a good chance he hit it. Really? So that would be, what is that, like 36 packs or something like that? Oh, I'm going to buy 36 packs? Yeah, I mean... it's all my book profit. The, yeah, <laughs> the, the, the pack odds will all be on there, and it'll be different print runs from different years, but... Um, there's there's no guarantee. That's that's the cool thing about cards when you're open. How many cards. times do you like for you? Yeah. And that you must know like how many packs to open myself. Yeah, yeah. Uh out of series one or series two jumbo, it was probably like I would hit one one a box. So that's Really? Yeah. Like maybe. I mean I I opened a whole tops heritage box here for a stadium pull and was hoping to hit my own so i could sign it and give it away to a, a fan but didn't even hit mine in an the entire hobby box it's so, tough. so it's just it's the odds the, the odds are on the packs usually and it's what people don't f- forget is if it says one in 30 packs it doesn't mean if you buy 30 packs you're gonna get one right because it's one in 30 for each individual 30 yeah. Okay. that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So, What's so, does,
1: yeah. Here's a question all you would know, too. What does winning a World Series do
0: for the value of a card? Oh, I mean, any any achievement as far as All-Stars, MVPs, Rookie of the Year's, uh, World Series champs, that, all, that will always drive up the value of someone's card. Just because you have collectors out there who... We win if we win the world series they're gonna want a card from every guy in all the right. world series and then you have more extreme collectors who are going to be like oh i want a 23 card of all those guys from that series so the card value definitely goes up i mean of a middle reliever like myself doesn't matter maybe maybe it goes up an extra stamp but that's about it Nah, no, it goes <laughs> up higher than that good stuff all right man i appreciate it yes sir